Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about the perfect side hustle. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through years of consulting and hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. You went anti-boomer on us. I'm. It's hard not to do www, but... I think you should. I've, if you like it, feel like rock with it. It's not that I like it or don't like it. It's just habit, but I have gone probably... 214? Uh, well, yeah, 13? 200, 200 shows saying it, and now I've gone 369, maybe 9 or 12 shows without saying it. You haven't been saying it for that long? For the last two or three weeks. I've It came up maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I just brought it up last episode because I almost said it while I was... You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Well, apparently I'm not paying attention <laughs> to the commercials when we get get going. Yeah, I don't need anyone to go back and count. You know, I'm about like to. I'm, like, I'm going to. Like I, like I literally, I'm like, there's no way he hasn't done that in the last two weeks. No, I know I didn't do it last week for sure. And this is Friday, so that makes two weeks. Okay. I'm going to look. <laughs> going to look. And so the only debate is if I did it the week before that. Carl. <laughs> Carl, tell us <laughs> yeah. what he did. <laughs> uh, what What is um, Carl our... Uh, He's, he's our fact checker. Fact checker, is steno- is stenographer, is that the court? Stenographer? Is that the court person who types oh, every no. word to say? Uh, no, I, I don't know what it is. No, it's not <laughs> stenographer. I don't think it could be a stenographer, maybe. Yeah. We need Carl for that one. Carl corrects us on the He will. Yeah. yeah, he will. He'll, he'll get us on that one. <laughs> Man, that's the good thing about the community that we seem to have built, that we have, you know, you said we had a psychiatrist. He, he reached out to see if I wanted to have a one-on-one session, so it's really <laughs> nice to, to see that somebody cared it. 375 bucks an hour. So, well, if they're good, I guess it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, what would you charge people to listen to their problems all day? I charge them 250 bucks for 30 minutes. <laughs> you can book your call at justin at plumbinvestmentgroup.com. <laughs> no, that's, and that's a great question. I, you see where a lot of like big multi billion dollar corporations, like their CEOs, they have somebody like that. And I don't want to call it a coach, but somebody they can it is. It's their performance coaches. Yeah. And it can work through those things with. And that's always been interesting to me. Like I in my previous lifetime in the career I had, you know, corporate world, there was days where I just it was decision fatigue was at a point where I didn't want to make a decision, whether it was what we had for dinner or what I was going to wear the next day. I was just burnt out to the point where you almost want to be submissive to somebody. And so like that weird kinks that people get into and you see these really rich guys that have these big businesses and they're like putting on the latex mask and stuff. Like I kind of get it. Like I get them just giving up all control to somebody. Yeah. We're about to dig into something we don't want to be dug into. You're going to stop me. You're going to stop me, aren't you? (laughs) Like it's just, it's, but it's interesting to me the way the mind works and the way we all process the information and how much we can actually take on and put out and what that comes out to and what our end product is. Yeah. Well, I'm imagining you and your 
gimp outfit now and is i'm it, trying to <laughs> i don't even know what the name is and you know it's a gimp and i'm the i'm the weirdo here yeah is I, that what it's called a gimp i don't i don't know i don't the know lies for, no no i don't know lies. For, i don't know for sure but it does sound like a term that would be used simp is a big simp, simp. simp is a big was, term i've okay, been seeing so, every, so now who knows well, i've been seeing in all these memes as of such as of lately oh well, not memes i'm looking at so what are you looking at <laughs> my instagram is on <laughs> fire son yeah. <laughs> no it's it but as we talk about corporate world and coming out in this and today's topic is is land the perfect side hustle? Yeah, I was thinking about this most of the week because you had mentioned it on, the, I think it was the end of last week's show, how you thought land was perfect for somebody who had a job they loved mm-hmm. and they just flipped land mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah. And I really thought about that because, hey, this can make extremely killer money, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not super time intensive. Yeah. Once you, you know, unless you're sending out 60,000 mailers, which not everybody is, right? You don't need to send that much mail, but yeah. it is, a, if you love your job, it is the perfect side hustle because you don't have all that time involved with it, right? You're not doing inspections on houses, meeting contractors, fixing toilets, right? You're not doing yeah. any of this stuff. It's all remote, done from your house and you can do it. You're essentially trading paper. Yeah. Yeah. You are. You're trading paper. And I try to explain that to people too. I'm like, well, you're going to pull your data, but then Someone else is going to mail it for you, and someone else is going to close it, and the realtor is going to sell it. It's going to go back to a title company to close it on the sell side, and then all you're doing is signing. And yeah, you say, "Hey, I want to mail this area." You get your data and you put it to a list, and they mail it, and then you market you. So you're marketing to buy, then you market to sell and get as much of the profit as you can and move on. Yeah, and that's how other businesses get started too, right? That's how we ended up right here on this podcast because. Mm-hmm. Well, you're looking for something else to do, right? You don't. You know, a true, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit doesn't die because yeah. you've got a business going, right? If you're, if you have time to waste in your day, mm-hmm. an entrepreneur is going to try and fill it. Yeah. So, and that's and that's the fun thing for me when I like I go back through like the journey of Justin and how this all came to what it was. We had a side business. We moved into this, and the whole side business it was going to be Jessica's company. Like this was going to be, and it, she didn't. It didn't fit with her personality. And dealing with the people right off the bat, which is not a, that's not a problem. That's just, it is what it is. Now, we were trying to answer those calls ourselves. Had we had Pat Live set up, she probably would have done it just fine because she could have researched it and then got over the fact she would have been only calling hot leads back and not getting yelled at through a voicemail. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the time I had a good job making decent money and I was like, man, I'm making six figures here. This business is easy as six figure business. Why, why aren't I mean, this is going to be my Lambo money. This is going to be my Cobra money. And I and I say that because that's what this to me was. It was going to provide a couple extra thousand bucks a month on the with very little work, no problems. And I knew that I could continue to do that. And it could be that fun money, that boat money, that whatever money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking to a dentist earlier today who was looking to get into this. And he doesn't want to give up being a dentist. No, he spent his whole life in that. Yeah, and he uh, was asked to get involved with a company that does burrs okay and you know buy rent buy rehab rent Refine refi it. yeah right the company already had 52 homes but they wanted to bring him on i guess because he had money mm-hmm. or whatever i don't know that it's just an assumption he's right. a dentist they, yeah. they make good money teeth expensive yeah and he's like thinking about it and goes man that's just too time involved for what i want to do mm-hmm. right as a dentist with a full-time business and customer base he's busy and uh he's already been flipping land successfully, subdividing it, but he wanted to just know how to grow it, and that's why he's talking to us. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, God, that's perfect, because you like what you do, and you're looking for a way to take your money and make more money with it, very hands-off. Yeah. And there's nothing that I know of in real estate that 
is as hands off as this. No, especially if you use it like we the strategy we talk about in Blueprint, where you you have the bass boat properties where you give it to a realtor. You know, so you're you all you have to do is spend your Sunday afternoon, put your list out, get your mail sent over, approve your mailer. Deals come back. You pick out the good ones, and you have make sure you can see it. Like you may even just go to the point where I only buy if it has Google Street View. And I can see that the property, what it looks like from the road. And then I get somebody out there and they do go through the steps we talked about earlier this week, send it to title. Now, instead of having 10 grand in your savings account, you've got that sitting in dirt in middle America that's worth 30. And then somebody makes you a cash offer of $22,000. They're, they're hardballing you and you say, yeah, okay. And you made 12 grand. You made a hundred over 120% ROI on your property. Yeah. And you can always play that. Oh, man. You're really raking me over the coals at 22. You got me. I'll sell it to you, though. The thing I I think we get lost in, or a lot of people get lost in, is they get lost into the smaller property that becomes more labor-intensive because they're not going to market it with a real estate agent. They're not going to put it on an MLS themselves and handle the calls. They're going to try to push it through Facebook. They're going to try to through marketplace. They may use Craigslist, but they're having to respond to all those calls and all that stuff coming in to break even after their operating cost. Yeah, when you're dealing with the much smaller properties, that's a. I remember the very first time that you know we mailed, I made good money, or not like not life changing money, but I made money that committed me to land, right? Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking, by the time I paid dues and I paid mailing and I paid this, did I make anything? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think there's a lot of people that deal with that because it's hard to make money when your profit range is thousand, two thousand dollars. I had four consulting calls this week alone on that right there. Oh really? That's they. How do we restart our business? Because we got burned out because of they barely broke even or made a little bit of profit, or they mailed and it went bust because they were using a different strategy, and now they're trying to get started again with coffee money and how that works through, you know. So, you know, that's a real thing. That's not that's not this thing of just oh well, what do we do? How do we do it? You know, that's why we started Plum when we started started Plum when we started it was because it was it provided that out for somebody to get into a property that's worth you know twenty or thirty thousand bucks and they've got it for five or seven. They don't have to worry about that seven. They can get it to us. We get it to them. They split it. And now they're still profit ahead and they're still moving. And that's what gets really exciting. Right? I was talking to another person today and I was telling them all of a I was like, yeah, you know, it's exciting to make a thousand, two thousand when we first get started. But what about when you make a hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what. That's uh, when I bought my Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I bought my Raptor when I did that, when it was my first 100000 profit deal. I think it was my second one. I was trying to think, because you drove the Jeep, the black Jeep, I, up to I, the Oklahoma for that yep. neighbor deal, right? Yeah. No, I, the black Jeep and the Tacoma. I bought the Tacoma after I sold the first uh, round in the first three properties in, um, well, I got stuck in LaFleur County on the side of the mountain in that two-wheel drive Jeep. And then I bought the Tacoma, and I drove that up to the neighbor deal. And then after we sold the apartment... I believe it was. I bought the Raptor. Mm. Yeah, I got a four-wheel drive Jeep, but it probably will never see the side weak, of the mountain. <laughs> weak, bro. <laughs> it weak. might as well be called all-wheel drive because it's more weak. It's not a Wrangler lifted or anything. You can't. It wouldn't even lift my Jeep. You have airbags on it. It lifts itself. To a normal ride height, and then you get driving, and it lowers itself. I can't even right you now. You park, it lowers, you, and from 10 to... 50, I think it raises an inch, but over 50, it lowers itself again. You keep talking, these guys are going to know you wear pointed leather shoes. Not boots, Gucci shoes. Mm, that's yeah. not even remotely true. It is, and you can't... What did, you wear I will give anyone my entire life savings if they can go through my closet right now and find some pointed toe leather Gucci shoes. They may not be Gucci name brand, but they look like Gucci <laughs> shoes. I'm going to find some. If they can find some leather pointy toe shoes... I bet you have some. Uh, 
I'm looking when we get done with this recording. <laughs> but side hustle, though, this is the fun thing about this is, you know, the idea this can be churning and this money sitting out there and it's making a great ROI for you. But you can, it's not, it's not the whole end goal is not always to be your own business owner. Because this, you're going to own your own business, but you still have your W-2 and this is kind of your, your guilty pleasure. Yeah. You can get that boat you were talking about. I know. I'm keep looking at them. Oh, you know, I actually saw a post the other day on one of the groups and it said, uh, there's a picture of someone I posted of the house. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. It said, uh, just wanted to post this, a photo of my house. Um, this is my dream house, and I paid cash for it by flipping land. I did see that. That yeah. was real nice. Yeah. You know, that's and that's what we could all strive to do. You know, it's yeah. just make enough money to where you're paying for that extra or paying for that get ahead in life. The idea of not having to stress on the month-to-month grind or having enough money for your kids to go on a vacation that they want to go on. You know, it's we had another person close their first deal this week. They bought it for fifteen hundred bucks and sold it for four thousand dollars. Their mail cost was six hundred bucks. They sold it off of a, a ad on Lands of America or Land Watch. They used an account. I actually gave them one of my spots on it because I had seven properties listed. And I have ten spots, and they they made that kind of money real quick. It's awesome. So I mean, they made two grand off this one deal, and they were freaking out about it the entire time. Like, you know, whoa, whoa, you know what? So they they've paid for their mail. They paid for the property paid for their course because that was part of their course deal and they made it still profitable and they've got two more deals sitting on the desk. It's awesome. Yeah. We should all strive for that. Yeah. And it's not, it wasn't like, is that life changing? No, but it gave them the idea of what's next and how to keep doing this and they can continue to grow that model over and over and over. All right. Well, I am going to agree with that. I think that's some great things to ponder about over the weekend. Mm-hmm. You? Yep. I yep. like it. I think it's really good too. So take some time over the weekend, really think about that and uh, while you're doing that. Go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like and a follow and a subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Monday. See you guys.